0: We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday. Get on in here. We're all going to get some after today. We'll get some of that sweet, sweet poon. (laughs) Good morning. How the hell are you? saw someone in the chat here. PHK first podcast. Paul's live for me. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome, brother. Tell all your friends. All right, man. Smash that like button. If you like Poon, smash that like button if you like Poon, guys. (laughs) If you don't smash that like button, that means you don't like Poon and you are gay. That's spelled G-H-E-Y for the algorithm. Don't want to get demonetized too, too early. <laughs> All right. This should be a fun one today for some of you. This information is old hat. You know, you've read this before. You're rolling your eyes saying, God, doesn't everybody know this? God. Oh man. You're going to go back to that. That's old, man. Like I've read that like a hundred, years ago. <laughs> oh man. There's uh there's this, uh, Old married red pillar. I mean he's not I don't know if he's old or not because he's one of those like anonymous guys that doesn't show his face online, but um I think I think he goes by uh business travel on Twitter. He's a total douche, he's a total douche. <laughs> he's your classic internet amog that probably doesn't get laid. You know what I mean? I was uh I was once in a guy named Dante's uh Discord server, and that tool was an admin in there and I was giving some guy advice on, on game and he disagreed with me. Right. Which is fine. Right. You can disagree with me. I don't care. Uh, Cause sometimes like certain things work for certain guys better than it works for other guys. You know what I mean? So it's like, like I've talked to, to, to hundreds of dating coaches at this point and uh, some guys like have, you know, different methods. So what I told him was, Hey man, there's another. There, there's there's uh, there's more than one way to skin a cat, brother. Right, and he got he got mad at me for calling him brother. So he put me in in timeout. You can you can put people in timeout on Discord, right? So he he put me in timeout, and he says, "I'm not your brother. You get ten minutes timeout." <laughs> Imagine being the amog of a Discord server and thinking you're king shit. Oh, hell. Oh, there we go. I'm demonetized now. Y'all better send some super chats today. Y'all better send some super chats. Hey, if you guys send some super chats, I will play you a fun little ditty like this. Ooh, the anyway. So the other day I asked a question on Twitter. And uh, when I ask questions on Twitter, it's, it's largely to generate engagement. You know? Uh, it... it you can't look too deep into my tweets, <laughs> right? Um, so anyway, it was something along the lines of, the best revenge after a breakup is to be successful, true or false, right? And you can answer anything with that, right? That's, it's, it's, uh, it's for engagement. And uh, so he replies with, sounds like someone didn't read the sidebar. Hmm. And he's, uh, he's referencing, um, you know, the sidebar on the Reddit, uh, red pill subreddits, right? The red pill subreddits, <laughs> you know, and the comments like that are totally not helpful, right? You know, they're, they're designed to say, Hey, there's something that you should know that I know, but I'm not going to tell you, bro. <laughs> right. It's like, this a douche comment. Like, Hey, FYI, I know more than you, but I'm not going to help you along. I'm not going to point you in the right direction. Right. It's just a, Unhelpful comment, right? It's a bullshit amog move. Again, this guy's a total loser. So don't be like that. All right. If you've uh, if you've already heard today's information, right? We're gonna be talking about Royce's 16 Commandments of Poon today. If you've already heard that stuff and you don't want to hear it again, just click that like button. Go about your day. You know what I mean? There's a there's always someone new coming into this space that hasn't heard this stuff. So this live stream is for those guys. Okay. You know, the, you don't have to be a know-it-all AMOG douche nozzle. You know what I mean? Um, And also, you know, there's guys that, you know, they, they, they might have read it like 10 years ago, but they need a refresher, you know? The, this podcast is for those guys. There's no need to be an AMOG douche being like, dude, I know something that you don't know, and I'm not going to tell you, bro. <laughs> People like that are a-holes, you know? You should already know this. Know what? can you point me in the right direction? What should I know? Anyway, on that note, let's do some housekeeping guys. Let's do some housekeeping. If you haven't done so already, please like subscribe, hit those notifications. Remember, click the like button if you like Poon. And if you don't click that like button, it means you don't like Poon and you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> drop a comment. Any comment will do. Please sound off in the the live chat. That helps these go by smoother. I really like when you guys participate. Um, it makes the, It makes this thing, this whole thing, fun, right? If you guys have insight on any of these things, maybe uh, I say one of these uh, one of these commandments, and uh, it applied to uh, something that happened in your life that you could talk about. You know, drop it in the live chat. Um, and then if you're watching uh, you know, during the replay, drop a comment below. Any comment will do an emoji or whatever. That helps out in the algorithm as well. Uh, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. I'm on all the major platforms. Get on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash ComeOnManPod. You can join for as little as $10. And then you get on the, the beer credits on Monday's episodes. And you get all of Monday's episodes ad-free. So just the, the interview portion. Um, what else do you get with that? That's... Pretty much, those are those are the the pretty much the the main perks of, of being on there. It's only ten bucks. It supports the show, and then uh, if you want any kind of coaching, join tiers two or tiers three. I just got a new premium uh, tier member, and uh, my man's in his sixties. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Like, I, like I keep everyone uh, anonymous, but my man's in his sixties, and uh, you know what? Guys in their sixties want to get laid too. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Mike. You know, there, there's a lot of guys uh, that are a little bit older, right? I think if you look at my analytics, guys in their, you know, 35 to like 50 range are my my key demographic. Those are the guys that resonate the most with me, probably because of all this shit. <laughs> but uh Yeah you know, happy to help those guys out. All the information that I put out there though, like it works for everybody. I mean, you you can be 20 years old it still works for you, but, uh, you know, 20 year olds, they, they see my videos and they see all this gray hair and they're like, what the fuck does that guy know? (laughs) He can't pull. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, I just had, I'm going off on a tangent here. I just had my second year anniversary with nurse chick last night. And, uh, we, we went out, around grand junction on my motorcycle so she got on the back of my motorcycle took her around town it's actually really apropos because uh when i first met her i was just finishing up my motorcycle classes to get my motorcycle endorsement in fact i had just finished that class and went to go meet her for coffee and so being able to take her all around town on the back of my motorcycle is kind of cool we went to a fancy italian restaurant and then after that, and she paid for that, by the way, guys. <laughs> she paid for that. Then after that, she wanted to go to the Feisty Pint, which, if you guys have been tuning into the podcast for a long time, you know that the Feisty Pint Grand Junction was my go-to for first dates. But i had never taken Nurse Chick there because she used to be a uh, she used to work graveyard shift at the hospital doing labor and deliveries. So when I had asked her for drinks, um, she's like, "Oh, I can't do drinks because I have to work at you know." whatever time she had to go into work at night. And, uh, so we had to meet up for coffee, which like, I, I totally don't recommend doing, you know, because coffee sort of puts out the friend vibe, but if you have game, you can make it work. So I was like, well, fuck it. If this is the, only, this is all, like, you can only go out for coffee, I guess. Let's meet up at Starbucks or whatever. Right. And so, uh, like, I didn't really put a lot of faith in that first date. Um, and I sort of looked at it like, ah, eh, it's probably going to be a practice date or whatever. And she walked in with dead ass, and it was pa after that. <laughs> and then she went back to my house for WrestleMania, and the rest is, rest is ancient history. But, yeah, we had a good time last night. Then after the feisty pint, we went over to a place called Axology. And if you ever go to Grand Junction, go to Axology. That's a fun place. It's a, an axe-throwing place. And uh, they they actually take the time and show you how to throw the axes, like the proper form and uh they wet the boards down so that the axes actually stick easier and man it's fun like i was getting bullseyes after bullseyes i was like jesus this is actually amazing because uh once you get the form down right like and you can get your foot placement right like it's pretty easy to to consistently get bullseyes so i posted some of these pics on instagram this morning so for those guys that think i can't pull uh nurse chicks on on instagram this morning all right, getting back to the getting back to work here. Send a super chat guys. If you guys uh, find you know these live streams helpful, support the show, send a super chat. You can send one for as little as a dollar, I think. Uh, it might you can also send super stickers. Like if you don't have anything clever to say, uh, just send a super sticker. Just just support the show get on the email list list.com on man I will send you some free stickers for your troubles. You know, um, I just sent out a blast yesterday for new members to, for people that just signed up. If you didn't get that email, uh, DM me on Instagram or something, because sometimes these get stuck in your, in your, um, spam folder. So just DM me and, uh, it will work out getting you your stickers for free. Um, I don't collect physical addresses. I only collect the email ad- addresses. So um, but anyway, once we get that all worked out, I'll send you some free stickers. And then if you like those designs, they're available on mugs as well. Down below the video, you can find them or you can go to com. get a mug, get a t-shirt, get a hoodie. Oh, yeah, you know what? It's uh, you know, one thing that like so Nurse Chick looks like really good in uh, those ra- like racer back tank tops and we both we both have a membership at the local gym and she bought one of their racer back tank tops. It's like <laughs> It's my favorite. (laughs) Whenever she wears that, it's like her cleavage just pops. And uh, she's like, hey, do you have any racerback tank tops in your merch store? I was like, as a matter of fact, I do. have racerbacks. So get your girl a a red-pilled racerback. That would be funny. All right. And then check out my practical law of attraction course, uh, LOA.comonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. It's all about getting your mind right. Um, you know, once you get your mind right, like everything else in your life falls into place right now, I play a commercial for this in the commercial sort of geared towards finding the, you know, your your dream girl or whatever, but it works in all areas of your life. If you uh, apply these techniques, you'll find yourself getting better, better jobs, you can get healthier because all that's everything starts with your mind, right? So Check that out. The last, uh, like Monday's episode, last Friday's episode, and last Wednesday's episode, I was telling people to DM me on social media to get a, a coupon code. Um, and those went by; those went quickly. So I'm not going to do that today. If you guys missed it, you guys have to jump on that next time because uh, those those go by quick. People actually jump on those. So uh, next time, just keep an ear out. Tune in for these. And keep an ear out and I might I might do that again here in an upcoming episode. Uh, let me show a commercial for that and then we'll, we'll let's talk about Poon today, guys. We'll talk about Poon. Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke, liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes what if i were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset because of your paradigm we get what we focus on in life and you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you you've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship to solve this problem i've created my practical law of attraction course in my course i will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before. It's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. Now, guys, uh, let's see here. I was gonna have this open, but I was kind of in a rush this morning. I'm in a rush every morning when I do these <laughs> by the way I think i've i said this before like i uh so you know I go live at ten a m Eastern time, but for me that's eight a m eastern time and that's usually when I'm waking up in the morning. I'm usually waking up at eight because uh, uh the company my day job that shall not be named uh I usually don't have to start until until about um you yeah, know what is it about nine 30, you know, nine 30, my time. So I don't, I don't even wake up until like eight. And so on, on these mornings, I actually have to get up a little bit earlier than I like. And um, I'm always scrambling. So it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. So this episode, I'll be talking about Royce's 16 commandments of Poon. If you don't know who Royce is, he is one of the three R's of the manosphere or red pill. Right. We have Royce, Bruche, and Rolo. Uh Royce is also known as Chateau Hartiste. Okay. And his 16 commandments uh, are probably his most remembered piece of work. I would say. If you guys know of something that's uh, that's even more remembered than his 16 commandments, let me know. But that's the one that I hear the most people talk about. Um, and then also, does anyone out there, does anyone out there know what happened to Roycey? You know, obviously Rollo's still around, right? I know Rouge basically found God and went off to be a priest or a monk or something like that. But do any of you know what happened to Royce? If you know what happened to Roycey, sound off in the live chat or drop a comment below the video because I uh, I I don't know that story. I don't know what happened to him. I like it, any anyone I've ever heard talk about him. They're like oh, he just disappeared one day. Stop stop posting on his on his uh, Chateau Hartiste site and he just basically disappeared into the into the nether. You know, so maybe I, I, I have a secret. I have a secret uh, suspicions. Conspiracy theory probably means nothing, right? There's this guy. There's this guy on Twitter. Okay. A lot of you guys that tune into this, they, you guys know who he is. Okay. Well, you don't know. You might not know who he who he is, but you know of his Twitter account. He goes by Fort Worth Playboy, right? F.W. Playboy. And that guy has all sorts of like Chateau Hartese stuff in his Gumroad store. And he quotes Roycey a lot. I'm wondering if Roycey became Fort Worth Playboy. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Smash that like button if you think Fort Worth Playboy is Royce. Uh Likewise, smash that like button if you don't. <laughs> Drop a comment or whatever if you don't. All right. So, but if you do know what happened to Royce, send off in the in the chat. That would be it would be interesting to know. So, I often quote the first rule, but there's 15 others, right? There's 15 other commandments of Poon that Royce wrote. Uh, so, let's go through them, and I've linked to these in the description, so you can pull that up and follow along if you want. Uh, but the first first commandment of Poon is never say "I love you" first. All right. Now, he goes on to say, women want to feel like they have to overcome obstacles to win a man's heart. They crave the challenge of capturing the interest of a man who has other women competing for his attention and eventually prevailing over his grudging reluctance to award his committed exclusivity. The man who gives his emotional world away too easily robs women of the satisfaction of earning his love. Though you may be in love with her, don't say it before she she has said it. Don't say it before she has said it. Show compassionate restraint for her. uh, Sorry. Show compassionate restraint for her need to struggle toward yin fulfillment. Inspire her to take the leap for you and she'll return the favor a thousandfold. Now we talk about yin fulfillment. Talk about yin yang, right? Um, Man, the first time I, 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 I... I realized this, it wasn't from the 16 commandments of Poon though. It was probably from Corey Wayne's book, how to be a 3% man, where he talks about how uh, a lot of guys are pushing for a relationship. And a lot of guys are, you know, they talk about, they talk about uh, how men's, um, you know, sexual strategy is unlimited access to unlimited Poon. All right. But And and, and so a lot of people sort of interpret that as like, oh, men, you know, naturally have to be plate spinners. Like we have to like never settle down. We have to always be trying to be out there slaying new poon. But most guys, I would say most guys, a majority of guys out there want uh, just a steady supply of poon. (laughs) Right. And that often comes in some kind of committed relationship. So most guys out there, are looking for a steady girlfriend that they're not out out there trying to be p- permanent plate spinners you know what i mean uh if you if you read if you read uh the game right all those guys were out there slaying poon every weekend and they are all messed up because they all wanted some kind of deeper connection all right um there's some science back behind that you know about like dopamine addictions and uh you know basically always chasing that that rabbit right but it's uh, it's it sort of ends up being empty. Now, if you like doing that, and I know guys that like prefer that, like cool, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I would say a majority of guys are looking for a steady girl, and they come across as needy as hell. And they are like, as soon as they see a girl that shows the the, the slightest bit of interest in them. They are going all in. They're pushing for a relationship. They're trying to make her their girlfriend. They're asking her to be their girlfriend and stuff like that. And that scares women off. And women might say they like that. They might say that they want a guy to be upfront with that sort of thing, but they don't. <laughs> they don't. That'll just like for whatever reason, their their you know their their uh, their monkey brain just like rejects that. Right? It comes across as needy, weak behavior. She wants to be the one that locks you down. It can't be the other way around. So even if you do want to be in a steady relationship with her, you need to wait till she brings it up. And that was like, I first learned that in in Corey Wade's book, but it it makes total sense. And when I stopped doing that, when I stopped being the guy that was always pushing for a relationship when I liked a a chick and just sort of like let things unfold, I found that chicks wanted to stay around longer. <laughs> right. If you are the kind of guy that you could easily get dates, you could easily hook up, but you can't keep chicks around longer than two or three dates, it's because you're being a needy little bitch. All right, that was that. That's probably what your problem is. Um, that was certainly my problem when I started studying this stuff because I was like, "What am I doing wrong here?" And it turns out I was being needy and I was I was pushing for a relationship before the chick mentally got to that point and the chicks will usually get there by the seventh or eighth date on average. And you don't want to be seeing her more than about once a week in early in the beginning. So it's, it's about seven or eight weeks. Once you start seeing her, that she comes to this decision on her, on her own. And and women are subtle, you know, they don't just come out and say stuff, right. They will, they will be like, um, so where's this going? You know, we're, so what are we, what are we? <laughs> and you can never assume that she's talking about being in a relationship with you. You can't assume that you got to ask her like, well, what do you mean by that? You got to really get her to spit it out. Right. And, uh, and you, <clears throat> you never want to be the guy that says, I love you first. The funny thing is, so like I, I follow this rule, all right? Follow this rule and nurse chick. I could tell nurse chick was, was in love with me. I could tell but she was too scared to say it and we it was about a year before i finally just made her say it <laughs> but she would do like so, like women are subtle right she would do little subtle things right we would be like on a road trip and you know music would come on the radio and it would be like a love song and all of a sudden she would just like turn it up and then look over at me and then you know right you can read these subtle hints and that's, that's how women communicate. They're very very subtle. They're very, uh, they're very covert. (laughs) Right. So I knew that she loved me already, but she just wasn't saying it. And so like after about a year of dating, I finally just made her say it and she, she did. And then after that, it was, it was, it was easy after that. It was like a weight lifted off her chest. (laughs) Number two, Second commandment of Poon, make her jealous. Flirt with other women in front of her. Do not dissuade other women from flirting with you. Women will never admit this, but jealousy excites them. The thought of you turning on other women will arouse her sexually. No girl wants a man that no other woman wants. The partner who harnesses the gale storm of jealousy controls the direction of the relationship. (laughs) Do any of you guys actively go out of your way to make your girl jealous, right? This is like, this is dread game. This is basically dread game here. In the book, Atomic Attraction, uh, Christopher Canwell talks about uh, using dread game, right? And his, 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 it's very active dread type stuff, right? He talks about posting pictures of two drinks on social media when you're dating chicks, right? So that they're like, who is he out with somebody? Is he out with a girl? And you got to have like one of those drinks be a girly drink, right? Is he out with a girl right now? Stuff like that. I don't recommend, I I don't recommend uh, actively going out of your way to do that kind of stupid shit. (laughs) I think the best, personally, the best thing is to be an, an attractive man, right? Stay in shape, hit the gym, right? Dress well, smell good, that kind of stuff. That way when you're out and about and you're talking to like waitresses and stuff like that, uh, you know, you can be friendly with the waitresses, but I wouldn't say like actively flirt. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally do that. I don't recommend that. Do you, do any of you guys do that? Sound off in the chat. Y'all are very quiet this morning. There's some guys in here, right? Some guys in here. I wish I had these rules in the nineties. <laughs> Everyone else is just eating their popcorn, drinking their coffee. Y'all haven't woken up yet either. Sound off in the chat. Do any of you guys actively flirt with other chicks in front of your chick? And does it work for you? You know, I personally wouldn't want to do that, but I am not going to dissuade other women from, from flirting with me, you know, and I would, you know, I would be really cool with it. I wouldn't shut it down. You know what I mean? (laughs) but I'm not going to go out of my way to like flirt with chicks in front of nurse chick. I think I personally think that's kind of rude. So I wouldn't do that, but you know, if it works for you, cool. Works for you. Cool. Number three, commandment number three, you shall make your mission, not your woman, your priority. Your mission, not your woman. Forget all those romantic cliches of, The leading man proclaiming his undying love for the woman who completes him. Despite whatever protestations to the contrary, women do not want to be the one or the center of a man's existence. They, in fact, want to subordinate themselves to a worthy man's life purpose, to help him achieve that purpose with their feminine support and to follow the path he lays out. You must respect a woman's integrity and not lie to her that she is your everything. She is not your everything. And if she is, she will soon not be anymore. How many of you guys have put a woman over your purpose? Anybody? I have. I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. You make a a woman your absolute priority in life, and she, she doesn't want that. She doesn't want that. What's attractive to a woman is a guy who has goals. He has ambition and he, he knows where he's going and he looks like he's having fun on his way getting there. You know what I mean? Like chicks want to join your lifestyle. All right. And a lot of that, like in order to have a cool lifestyle, you have to have some kind of purpose in life that she can join. You know what I mean? Women don't want to be your the center of your world. And a lot of guys put their girl up on a pedestal and make their girl their absolute center of their of their universe. And, you know, chicks might think that they like that, but when you start doing that sort of thing, mm, turns them off. I have like a great example of how I, I did that, right? Because um, <clears throat> I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty, right? And if you're honest with yourself, you've probably done it in, in the past too. But, uh, when I was, when I was in the Navy, I went and got married. And, uh, as you get, you guys, a lot of you guys know that the story of my, my marriage, <laughs> what happened with that. I got married my second year in the Navy, but the thing is like, I absolutely loved the Navy. I loved it. I loved going around the world. I love seeing other places. I love the adventure of it. I didn't like some of the, the, the nonsense, there's a lot of BS in, in the, in the U S military. There's a lot of BS, right? There's a lot of stuff cleaning, doing a lot of cleaning because it's busy work and because it's Wednesday, not because it's dirty, that kind of thing. <laughs> and um, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Right. But as you get, as you get more, uh, you you know, further along in rank, you, there's a lot l- less of that like cleaning BS but other, but you have to deal with other kind of BS. You know what I mean? Politics and stuff like that. But uh, I loved it though, right? I loved the adventure stuff. I loved seeing other countries. I loved, uh, you know, open ocean steaming. I loved like uh, they would do this morale boosting stuff. You know, where they they called them like steel beach picnics, where they would uh, you know they would barbecue out on the on the fantail or something like that. They would do like uh, w- one of my captains would do fishing call all the time. So he basically used our United States warship as his personal fishing trawler. I love that stuff. You know, absolutely love that stuff. I love the the camaraderie, the brotherhood the, like the of, of the other sailors. You know what I mean? Um, but the thing was, is that when it came time for my enlistment to be up, I was considering uh, re-upping. I was considering um, re-enlisting. and, uh, what I ended up deciding to do was get out so that, you know, my, I could be, I could be with my beloved with my wife. Right. So I basically made my wife, my priority. And I left the Navy. Now I think monetarily speaking, that was probably a smart decision (laughs) because I went off to college. I ended up learning, um, information technology and, you know, I make way more money than I ever could have as a sailor but but i loved it like i love traveling the world and doing that sort of thing so um i i sort of missed out on a lot of that stuff because i decided to make her my priority and then i ended up losing her in the end anyway you know what i mean so never again (laughs) never again guys all right man it's gonna be a long episode because there's a lot of these uh number four don't play by her rules if you allow a woman to make the rules, she will resent you with a seething contempt. Even a rapist cannot inspire. I, I guess I should say grapist because we're on we're on YouTube. Pfft. I'm already demonetized. Guys, if you are watching right now, send a super chat. <laughs> send a super chat. Help a brother out. Or at least sound off in the comments. Y'all are super quiet on Wednesdays. <clears throat> All right, Uh, the strongest woman and the most strident feminist wants to be led by and to submit to a more powerful man. Polarity is the core of a healthy, loving relationship. She does not want the prerogative to walk all over you with her capricious demands and mercurial moods. Her emotions are a hurricane, her soul a saboteur. Think of yourself as a bulwark against her tempest. When she grasps for a pillar to steady herself against the whipping winds or yearns for an authority figure to foil her worst instincts, it is you who has to be there. Strong, solid, unshakable, and immovable. Right? So basically, women want a guy that can tell her no. Right? Being able to have strong frame, be able to set, boundaries, be able to set the tone and take the lead, right? That's what women really crave. They really like that. They they don't want to be the decision makers. They don't want to be in control. Any woman that says otherwise is lying to herself. Smash that like button if you agree. If, and if you haven't smashed that like button already. <laughs> Since y'all being so quiet, don't want to talk. At least smash that like button. All right, number five, adhere. Hey, my man sent a super sticker. Here you go. John Smith with a $10 super sticker. You get this. You get this, brother. Uh, I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? This guy fucks. Am I right? Thank you so much for that, man. I appreciate it. All right. Number five, adhere to the golden ratio. Golden ratio. Give your woman two thirds of everything she gives you. For every three calls or texts, give her two back. Three declarations of love earn two in return. Three gifts, two nights out. Give her two displays of affection and stop until she has answered with three more. When she speaks, you reply with fewer words. When she emotes, you emote less. The idea behind the golden ratio is twofold it establishes your greater value by making her chase you, and it demonstrates that you have the self-restraint to avoid getting swept up in her personal dramas. Refraining from reciprocating everything she does for you in equal measure instills in her the proper attitude of belief in your higher status. In her deepest loins, it is what she truly wants. All right, one you know one good example of this is when you're uh, you're initially dating, right? And one thing that I like to tell guys to do when they're dating, uh, because a lot of it, a lot of dating these days uh, often ends up coming down to how you text, right? It comes down to texting, setting up dates and meeting in person. But when you're texting, a lot of guys get caught up in texting and they suck at it. They have no text game. But uh, one of the things that I tell guys to do is to play mirror game with women, right? So you want to sort of match and mirror her effort. And then what I learned from my friend Benny is that you also when you want to do that, but then you want to take your investment level one notch lower, right? And you could do that pretty easily by like holding your phone out and looking at your text bubble size. You want your text bubbles to be slightly lower than hers. You also don't want to be texting all the goddamn time, right? Texting and phone calls are for setting updates. They're for logistics. They're not for building rapport and 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 telling her all about your day and stuff like that. So, you also don't want to be texting her so much, so uh, so a lot of that <laughs> is you want to sort of wait till she reaches out to you, and then you can reply to her and stuff like that. But uh, you don't want to be constantly the one that's like reaching out and texting her, trying to keep some kind of bullshit text conversation going. You don't want to do that. If you don't have anything to say, and if the text won't get you laid, just don't send it. You know what I mean? So that's a that's another that's another way of of doing that, keeping your investment level at least over on text. One notch lower. <clears throat> Keep her guessing. This is, this is number six. Keep her guessing. True to their inscrutable natures, women ask questions they don't really want direct answers to. Woe be the man who plays it straight. His fate is the suffering of the beta. Evade, tease, obfuscate. She thrives when she has to imagine that you're thinking about her. Or withers when she knows exactly how you feel. A woman may want financial and family security, but she does not want passion security. In the same manner, when she has displeased you, punish swiftly. But when she has done you right, reward slowly. Reward her good behavior intermittently and unpredictably. And she will never tire of working hard to please you. That one's, uh, that one's interesting. I did a whole episode uh, a couple of weeks back on Batman game, right? My brother, uh, 3% brother Jacob came on. We were talking about Batman game. One of, the, one of the things about Batman game is sort of this, right? When a chick asks you what you do for a living, you playfully tell her that you're a millionaire playboy by day and you fight crime dressed as a bat at night. You don't answer that question seriously, <laughs> right? Hey, Cadio. What's up, brother? But you don't answer those questions seriously. You know, everything's playful. Everything's a joke. Because the less you tell her, the more she wants to figure out about you. And women are like detectives. They want to figure you out on your own, right? And if you tell her everything, then she she's going to lose interest quickly. But if you tell her basically nothing, keep everything a joke, keep everything playful, they're like, what is up with this guy? I don't know anything about this guy. And then they go on like an internet stalking mission to try to figure you out. <laughs> there you go, Caudillo. He lives under a bridge. <laughs> but they go on this internet stalking mission to try to figure you out. And if they're like spending their off time trying to figure you out and look you up online and investigate you, who the hell do you think they're thinking about? That's that's investment. You're getting her invested when you're telling her less. You know what I mean? There's a method to the madness, guys. Number seven. Always keep two in the kitty. (laughs) Never allow yourself to be a kept man. A man with options is a man without need. It builds confidence and encourages boldness with women. If there is another woman, a safety net to catch you in case you slip and risk a breakup, divorce, or a lost prospect leading to loneliness and a grinding dry spell. A woman knows once she has slept with a man, she has abdicated a measure of her power. When she has fallen in love with him, She has surrendered nearly all of it, but love is uh, ephemeral. Yeah, but love is ephemeral. And with time, she may rediscover her power and threaten to leave you. It is her final trump card. Withdrawing all of her love and all of her body in an instant will render your soul. If you are faced with contemplating the empty abyss alone, knowing there is another you can turn to for affection will fortify your will and satisfy your manhood. This is why this right here is why spinning plates in the early stages of dating is the most efficient way to date, right? Knowing that you have other options, another chick to talk to another chick to sleep with. You are so much less needy. She's the chick that's right in front of you right now could walk away at any time. And you don't care. You don't care because you have all these other chicks you're talking to. You have other options. All right. And when a chick, like when chicks know that they're your only source for poon, like they get uh, like sort of uh, all up in their head and, and they get this sort of like, you know, it becomes a power struggle, right? They think they have power over you. But if you know, if you know once you've done this, right, once you've started spinning plates, you've dated multiple women, you now know in your heart of hearts, th- and this, this works, even if you're in a, uh, a uh, committed relationship, once you've spun plates and you've experienced abundance, you know that there's always another woman, right? So once you have that mindset, like, hey, she can leave at any time. No problem. I'm going to get another woman, <laughs> right? She loses all of that power and that, and, and you become less needy, right? Now, you could go one step further and have mistresses and shit like that. I don't personally recommend that. That That's not something I would do, but I mean, you could do that, right? There you go. Spinning plates is more for your mental health than it is for pleasure. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. It's more... Once I realized that it's actually easier to date multiple women than it is to, to constantly be in sniper mode and try to date individual women and then like have that not work out and then have to start all over from scratch and like, ah, this bullshit. Once I realized it's actually easier to spin multiple, uh, spin plates, I was like, it was like, it was like my eyes were opened, you know, I was like, this is amazing. This is, this is so much easier to date women this way. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll I, you know, if whatever, God forbid, ever something happens with Nurse Chick, and I, we ended up breaking up. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm gonna get back out there. I'm gonna spin plates until I find another plate that I like. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, it, it just makes you like less needy. It, it makes you realize like how abundant uh it really is on the dating circuit. You know what I mean? And uh, and and, and when you're not the one that's pushing for relationships, like you'll find that, you know, and when women sort of realize that you have other options, like these women want to lock you down. They don't want to, they don't want to share. (laughs) All right. Number eight, say you're sorry only when absolutely necessary. Don't say you're sorry for every wrong you do. It is a posture of submission that no man should reflexively adopt. No matter how alpha he is, apologizing increases the demand for more apologies. She will come to expect your contrition like a cat expects a meal at a set time each day. And then your value will be lower in her eyes. Instead, if you have done something wrong, you should acknowledge your guilt in a glancing way without resorting to actual words. Without resorting to the actual words, I'm sorry. Pull the Bill Clinton maneuver and say, mistakes were made. (laughs) <laughs> or tell her you feel bad about what you did. I don't know if you guys could hear that. That was my dog. Decided to shake in the middle of the live stream. Um, or tell her you feel bad about what you did. You are granted two freebie I'm sorry's for the life of your relationship. Use them wisely. <laughs> oh, in our defense against women's fickleness. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Uh I'm I was always the guy that says like I am sorry, right? And it, maybe it's the Midwesterner in me, but like it's so easy to say I'm sorry. You know, you accidentally bump into someone in the supermarket. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? It's 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 it's, it's, it's like a an automated response to say you're sorry. And you know, my and I was sort of raised with my dad always Talking about how like, you need to practice saying I'm sorry. Right. And I'm pretty sure he said that to me on like my wedding night. Like, oh, you got to practice saying you're sorry right now. Like kind cut of shit. Right. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> so I learned, I learned in, uh, in the book Atomic Attraction that, you know, saying you're sorry all the time, like put women aside just in general, saying you're sorry all the time actually makes you look like a weak individual. Right. Now, if you truly like fuck up and you truly like do someone wrong, there's nothing wrong with apologizing. But in that book, he says, just say, I apologize or say my bad. Don't ever say I'm sorry. (laughs) Right. So if you like, if you ever uh, talk to me, you know, in person or whatever, you'll find that I've made that a habit. Like I'll say, I apologize. Like if I fuck up, I don't say I'm sorry. Um it's a good habit to get into. It's a good habit to practice. Just not saying sorry all all the time in general, like let alone with your girl, but it really does make you look weak when you're constantly apologizing for stuff, especially like stuff that's out of your control. You know what I mean? Stuff that's out of your control. You should not apologize for. Oh, here we go. Caudio. I'll share a good line that works for me. I don't apologize, but please excuse me. Use responsibly. It's catnip. (laughs) Caudillo's a pimp. Caudillo's a pimp, guys. Guys, Caudillo was on the podcast. Go back and listen to that episode. It's actually a pretty popular episode. People like it. Lots of good gems in that one. All right, number nine, connect with her emotions. Set yourself apart from other men and connect with a woman's emotional landscape. Her mind is an alien world that requires deft navigation to reach your rendezvous. Frolic in the surface of of emotions rather than the arid desert of logic be playful employ all your senses describe in lush detail scenarios to set her heart afire give your feelings freedom to roam roam yes that is a good word you're not on a linear path with her you are roaming all over the place taking her on an adventure. In this world, there is no need to finish thoughts or draw conclusions. There is only need to experience. You're grabbing her hand and running with her down an infinite labyrinth alleyway with no end, laughing and letting your fingers glide on the cobblestone walls along the way. <laughs> no, Caudio, this is not C4 to this time. This is Ghost Sour Patch Kids flavor. And yes, it is damn good. (laughs) I do like the C4 Energy drinks, though, but it has beta power. You don't want beta power, do you? (laughs) I actually like the C4 Energy drinks. They're actually pretty good. Um, These are good, too, but these ones are, especially the Sour Patch ones, they're pretty, they they do have a real uh, sour flavor to them. They do taste like actual Sour Patch Kids. So, you know, I can only drink maybe like one of these uh, every week or so. All right. But yeah, going back to nine, connect with her emotions. Women are emotional beings, right? We're more logical. Everyone knows this. Uh, women, it's funny. I, I just saw a clip that Sterling Cooper made and it was on TikTok. And he goes, women want to be manipulated. Women want to be em- em- emotionally manipulated. Uh, despite what they say, that's what they want. And they reward guys who emotionally manipulate them the best with sex (laughs) you want to get her in her feels right it's all about how you make her feel in the moment right you can't that's why you you can't talk game to women you can't red pill women right you all, all these guys start like you know they start learning this stuff and they start explaining why a chick likes this guy's dick right? (laughs) It's like, women don't want to know. They don't want to know that they're playing a game. They just want to play the game. You know what I mean? Luis, you finally showed up. Luis is the one. So I've been wanting to do, uh, 16 commandments of Poon by Royce for a long time. And Luis dropped it in the 3% Man group. And I was like, all right, all right, fuck it. I'll do a live stream on it today. He's been dropping all sorts of, uh, old school, old school, uh, forum posts and stuff lately. So in fact, Friday's episode is going to be another one that he dropped. Uh, it's, it's easy content. It's good to go through some of this stuff. A lot of these guys, a lot of you guys are are new to the space. You haven't heard this stuff before. So like, you know, what's old is new again. Um, so it's, it's good to have a refresher on this stuff too. If you've already, if you, if you are familiar with this stuff, it's always good to have a refresher, you know, number 10, ignore her beauty. The man who trains his mind to subdue the the reward centers of his brain when reflecting upon a beautiful female face will magically transform his interactions with women. His apprehension and self-consciousness will melt away, paving the path for more honest and self-possessed interactions with the object of his desire. This is one reason why the greatest Lotharios drown in more love than they can handle. Through positive experiences with so many beautiful women, they lose their awe of beauty and, in turn, their powerlessness under its spell. It will help you to acquire the right frame of mind to stop using the words hot, cute, gorgeous, or beautiful to describe girls who turn you on. Instead, say to yourself, she's interesting, or she might be worth getting to know. Never compliment a girl on her looks, especially not a girl you aren't fucking. Turn off that part of your brain and wants uh, that wants to put them on pedestals further advanced training to reach the state of un, un, Oh, un <laughs> further advanced training to reach the state of unodd Zen transcendence is to sleep with m- many, many attractive women. Try to avoid sleeping with a lot of ugly women. If you don't want to regress soon, a Jedi lover, you will be. Yeah, man. Like, that was something that I think a lot of us, uh, have been guilty of in the past, right? We tend to, men tend to put women, especially hot women on pedestals. We start treat, uh, we start, you know, treating women that we like women that are super hot a certain way and women we don't like, or don't find attractive, we treat a different way. Right. And then you find that these women that you don't find attractive that, you know, maybe they're, they're fat or whatever. And <laughs> you just don't find them attractive. You sort of like are very indifferent with them. You're, you you ignore them and you, you know, you don't, you don't deal with their bullshit, right? You, you set clear boundaries with these chicks and then these chicks, they want to bang so bad, but these hot chicks that you're putting on a pedestal because she's hot, you're letting her get away with everything. She can do no wrong, whatever she wants, right? You put her on a pedestal and then she treats you like absolute dirt. What you want to do is you want to treat all women the same right? You want to treat the hot ones like you treat the ugly ones, treat them all the same. And you'll find that hot women don't want to be put on pedestals, right? They're so used to being beautiful. They know they're hot. They're so used to guys doing that, that when you don't do that, you're actually setting yourself apart, right? So you want to train yourself to ignore her beauty as much as you can. (laughs) It's it's hard not to Uh, Get mesmerized by a great set of cans, though. Am I right, guys? Am I right? (laughs) Just don't let it affect your judgment, you know? All right. Number uh, 11. Be irrationally self-confident. No matter what your station in life, stride through the world without apology or excuse. It does not matter if, objectively, you are not the best man a woman can get. What matters is that you think and act like you are. Women have a dog's instinct for uncovering weakness in men. Don't make it easy for them. Self-confidence, warranted or not, triggers submissive emotional responses in women. Irrational self-confidence will get you more pussy than rational defeatism. Right? A lot of guys, <clears throat> a lot of guys online, they assume... I mean, you, you look at my videos... I'm wearing a t-shirt, jeans, old beat up hats. I got gray hair, right? And they're like, this guy can't pull. (laughs) But you know what I do have? Irrational self-confidence. When you start viewing yourself as the prize and start acting, right? Like let's say you go up to a chick, she's not interested and you look at it like that. Well, she's just not interested right? That's her loss. You start looking at it like that, it'll totally change the game for you. You know what I mean? Like, and chicks can can sense that when you uh, are sort of like, you have a lot of irrational self-confidence, they just, they they really respond to confidence, right? Women respond to confidence the same way men respond to a great pair of tits, right? If a chick flashes you Uh, her boobs, it sort of gives you a a buzz. We're hardwired to love a good pair of cans. (laughs) Well, a guy who's very confident does the same thing to women. Women are like, Ooh, that guy's bold. Right? So it's good to practice that, you know, even if like, you don't have, you don't, you don't look like Jason Momoa. You don't look like Jason Statham or I don't know. What's another Jason in Hollywood? (laughs) right? You don't look like one of these Hollywood heartthrobs. As long as like in your mind, you think you are more women will too, right? Yeah. There you go. The goal is to get her to chase your emotional validation. That's right. Hey guys, send a super chat, support the show. All right. Number 12, maximize your strengths, minimize your weaknesses. In the betterment of ourselves as men, we attract women into our orbit to accomplish this gravitational pull as painlessly and efficiently as possible. You must identify your natural talents and shortcomings and parcel your efforts accordingly. If you are a gifted jokester, don't waste time and energy trying to raise your status in philosophical debate. If you write well, but dance poorly, don't kill yourself trying to expand your manly influence on the dance floor. Your goal should be to attract women effortlessly. So pay a play to your strengths, no matter what they are. There is a groupie for every male endeavor, except, except world of Warcraft. (laughs) Bitches don't want to play world of Warcraft. This is basically, so basically it's funny. I got this, I I got a guy in my Patreon right now. Um, he, he's an, he's an excellent dancer. He rides motorcycles, you know, um, all that kind of stuff. It's like, dude, play that up, play that up, man. Those are your strengths. Like you should have like that in your, like your dating profile. You should have a picture of you dancing with, with other chicks, right? Like those chicks, like he's like, well, those are just my dance partners or whatever. It's like, did chicks looking at your dating profile? I don't know that. They just see you da- like dancing with a hot chick. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they see they women like to dance. So that that's like, that's a strength play to that. Play to your strengths. Unless it's World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh man. This is another thing too, right? Women really do respond to humor well. Right. That's another that's another one of my strengths. Is uh I'm a, like I joke. I I'm I I like to think of myself as being quick witted. Uh in the moment, I can think of funny things to say, right? And uh it works well on dates. Like chicks respond very well to humor. So if you're you know, maybe you're uh you're not as you know, ripped as Jason Momoa, but you're a funny guy, use that. Use that to your advantage. Chicks like funny guys. (laughs) You a funny guy. All right. Uh, 13. Error on the side of too much boldness rather than too little. Touching a woman inappropriately on the first date will get you further with her than not touching her at all. Don't let a woman's faux indignation of your boldness sway you. They secretly love it when a man aggressively pursues and he, uh, what he wants and makes his sexual intentions known. You don't have to be an asshole, but if you have no choice, being an inconsiderate asshole beats being a polite beta every time. This is why I I tell guys on a first date, and I lo- I always look at first dates as a chemistry test, right? Um, I'm not trying to hook up on a first date. If you If that's your goal, like, do it. Cool. Like, and if that works for you, awesome. Try to hook up on our first date. Cool. I always just like went into first dates, uh, you know, seeing if I liked her or not. And then like, and then I would push for, for, uh, for a hookup on the second or third date and chicks will put out by the second or third date on average anyway. So I would always like first date. I would see if it was a chemistry test, but and if I liked her, I would always go for a kiss. I'd always go for that physical move. Right. And what, and, and I started doing that because I went on a date. This was the second time I ended up on a dating circuit. I think it was like my, I think it was like my first date. It might've been my first date after the breakup. Um, maybe the second date. I don't remember, but it was, it was very early on. It was, man, there's this really hot chick out of, out of, uh, out of Montrose. And we met up for coffee just before I, I learned not to do coffee. And we met up for coffee. And then after we were done with coffee, she wanted to walk around the block with me. And then I walked her, her around the block and then back to her car. And then I went in for a hug, like a beta, right? Went in for a hug and then went about my day. And I was like, I think that went well. I think that went well. But but at the same time, I she didn't to me, she didn't have any like overt signs of interest, right? She wasn't she wasn't doing all the body language things guys tell you to look out for, right? So I, so I was like, I, I'm just not feeling it. Like at that time, I was waiting for a written invitation for a chicks, you know, to give to me before I would go in for a kiss. Right. And um, anyway, like this chick, like as I'm going home, I get a text message. She goes, you know, I'm really disappointed that you didn't try to kiss me. And I was like, what? What? Like I, I saw no signs of interest in her wanting to kiss me. And so I was like, well, how was I supposed to know that, you know? And so at that so at that moment i had an epiphany you know what Fuck it i'm always going for a kiss i'm always going to go for a kiss after after if i like her and uh and, and what sort of went through my head was when i met my when i met my wife right yes always go for the kiss that's right operation chris when i when i met my wife i met her at a house party and uh at the at the end of that interaction she was getting ready to go home. And, uh, I like, I had this immediate, like just urge in my head. I, that told me like, if you don't go for a kiss now, you're going to regret it. You're going to miss an opportunity. And so I just did it. I just went in for a kiss and then we ended up getting married. Right. (laughs) Maybe marriage isn't your goal. It's not my goal anymore. But, um, but that, but I thought back to that after that date, when the chick's like, I'm disappointed you didn't go to kiss me. And I was, I was like, Jesus, you know, I used to be more bold. I used to do this kind of thing when I was in high school and stuff like that. And, um, so I, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to do it every time. And after I started doing that, after I started going for a kiss, I started noticing that chicks really do respond to it very well. Right. And so, yeah, dude, I bet it has, I bet it has, dude, it's life-changing that alone. Right. If you do that and you're not a needy little bitch will serve you so much more than any other guy. Yeah that man always has to break that touch boundary. And a lot of us are so scared to do it because of, you know, me too and whatever. Dude, ignore all that stuff. If you like her, go for a kiss. And chicks um, chicks will scream online like, oh, don't go for a kiss without consent. Da, da, da. That, that's not what chicks respond to. They say, they say all sorts of things, but that's not what they respond to. What you'll get if a chick is not into kissing you is like she'll move her head back or she'll give you the cheek or whatever, right? If she does that, don't get upset by it it's, she's just not interested. It told you everything you need to know and just don't call her again. (laughs) Right. Um, but, but you'll find, you'll find that when you start doing that, if you just do that, if you just go for a kiss, it'll work out for you 99.9% of the time. Okay. Chicks will be into it. You'll get chicks. They'll just completely melt when you do it. And then, like you'll, they'll, they'll be so invested. They'll start texting you and stuff like that. They'll start chasing you and stuff, right? You'll get, uh, you'll get a text uh, later after the date saying, "Hey, I don't have to go into work today. What are you doing?" And then you say, "I'm watching WrestleMania," <laughs> right? That's what happened to the nurse chick. So, all right. Let's move on. Uh, you guys get the idea. Always go, always make a bold move, some kind of bold move. A kiss is actually, you know, it doesn't sound bold, but when you go to do it, your heart's pounding the first couple times you do it. It's a bold move, man. And chicks respond very well to it. All right, number 14. Fucker good. Fucker good. Fucker, like it's your last fuck and hers. Fucker so good, so hard, so want uh, wantonly. Okay, yeah. Fuck her like it's your last fuck and hers. Fuck her so good, so hard, so wantingly, so prof. God, what's up with these big, like $10 words? Pro- proflig- profligately? Is that right? So wantingly, so wantingly, so profligately that she is left quivering, sparking mass of shaking flesh, its sex fluids. Drain her of everything, then drain her some more. Kiss her all over, make love to her all night. And hold her close in the morning. Own her body. Own her gratitude. Own her love. If you don't know how, learn to give her squirming orgasms. If you guys are uh, boring fucks, right? If you guys are just fucking her missionary because that's that's mm-hmm. God's way. That's God's way of fucking. <laughs> missionary. If that's all you do, if that's like you don't know anything else, I highly recommend the book Unleash Your Sexual Superpowers by uh by Eric Everhart. Eric Everhart was on the podcast uh, last year, sometime I think. Former porn star. He's a he's basically a sex, men's sex coach now. Dude, excellent book. Unleash your sexual superpowers. It will change the game for you. He basically teaches you how to read a woman's clitoris like it's braille. Another good book, um, which I'm slowly getting through, is the Married Man's Sex Life Primer. And one of the things he says in there is. Never fuck a girl in the same position twice in a row, <laughs> right? If you're all, if your go-to is always like a one position, like you, 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 you could maybe start out there, but don't finish there. Right. What's, what is, what's this? Uh, a chick told me recently she had been seeing a guy for three months, once a week and never made a move at all. Yeah, dude, that is so common. There's so many guys that are just like, they're so timid. They're they're too timid to make a move that they fail. And that's why like when you guys learn this stuff, it sets you apart. Chicks are like, they don't know what to, they, they don't know how to handle it. And they want a guy that, that makes moves, that takes control. You know what I mean? Luis with the $2 super chat, you get this brother. You get this. I was just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? $2 for the Poon Commandments. That's right, brother. Thank you so much. Um fucker good. So yeah, so learn how to learn how to give her quivering orgasms. And, and, and it's funny, one of the things too in Eric's book, he talks about is how if you learn how to dick a girl down good, like women will forgive like so much. They will overlook so many of your flaws and mistakes if you can if you can dick her down good. She just like she she'll do anything for you. Right. That's why like women love like that toxic dick <laughs> it's because that guy's dicking her down. Good. She doesn't care that he's a drug dealer and all that stuff. Right. So learn how to fuck her good. And, uh, you're in good position. Good position. 15, maintain your state control. You are an Oak tree. You will not be manipulated by crying, yelling, lying, head games, sexual withdrawal, jealousy, ploys, pity plays, shit tests, hot, cold, hot, cold, disappearing acts, or guilt trips. She will rain and thunder all around you, and you will shelter her until her storm passes. She will not drag you into her chaos or uproot you. When you have mastery over yourself, you will have mastery over her. Right. This is, he says state control, but often it's referred to as frame, right? Or staying centered. That's what this means. Basically, women are always on this like emotional roller coaster. Okay. They do not want you to climb aboard the roller coaster with them. All right. They know they're emotional fucking wrecks, they know that they are the weather. Okay. They want you, they want to know that someone in the relationship has their feet on the ground. That's your job as a man. So, a woman's like, you know, she's got all these chaotic emotions that, you know, is driving her crazy. She wants you to basically be stoic, be in your center and be a place of, 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 um, I don't know what's a good way of putting this. She wants, she wants you to be her rock. She wants to be that unmovable object that will, you know, sort of ground her. Right. Women need that. They're feminine, you're you're masculine. That's your job with the the that's your role in the relationship. And if you're an emotional fucking wreck yourself, if you're always crying, if you're always getting angry, dude, I was so bad. In my uh in my marriage, I had like a really bad temper. Right. And my kids, uh my kids might still say that I have a bad temper. If my kids like really push me over the edge, like I will. I will lose my shit with my kids. Right. But it, but I've gotten to the point in my life where it, it, they have to do a lot. They have to do a lot. Now I've really done a lot of work on, on trying to maintain my frame and not lose myself in my emotions. Right. And a lot of guys, if you, if you know, they don't want to admit it, but that's their problem. Okay. Uh, in fact, just today, there's a, there's a content creator, uh, he'll probably never hear about this unless someone clips it and sends it to him. But, uh, I actually really respect this guy. I actually like him. He goes by Dre, right? King Dre, King Dre isms yesterday on Twitter. Uh, one of the guys that follows, uh, uh, Ryan stone, he goes by Mish chat of Arabia. Uh, in fact, not Monday, but the following Monday Mish is going to be on the podcast, but Mish is so good at basically being a, an internet troll especially to red pill content creators that like he can get them to lose their shit online so easily. He got Dre all pissed off yesterday on Twitter. So pissed off. In fact, that Dre did a two hour live stream just to address this, the situation. <laughs> uh, if you, if guys online saying stuff gets you all up in your feels, you need to work on your frame. You need to work on your frame control or your, or, uh, maintain your state control as Royce calls it, but it's the same diff. You need to work on that. You need to not let things bother you so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mish Mish did. He destroyed Dre. (laughs) It's it's unfortunate, too, because I actually really like Dre. I've never met him. I haven't actually talked to him in person, but I like his content. I've been following him for, like, a long time, especially on TikTok. Oh, give her that oxytocin rush post-orgasm, and she'll be glued to you if you know how to get her to squirt. Dude, it's not just Red Pill Twitter being a soap opera, Luis, man. Dude, uh, the whole manosphere in general is like fucking high school, man. It really is. Anyway, uh, so state control. We talked about that. And then finally, uh, we're over an hour here. This is great. Actually, good timing. So Commandment 16, never be afraid to lose her. You must not fear. Fear is the love killer. Fear is the ego triumph that brings abject loneliness. You will face your fear. You will permit it to pass over and through you. And when your ego fear is gone, you will turn and face your lover and only your heart will remain. You will walk away from her when she has violated your integrity and you will let her walk when her heart is close to you. She who can destroy you controls you. Don't give her that power over yourself. Love yourself before her. Right, This is something this is something that so many guys uh, need to learn, and it's hard. It's hard to learn this. And don't let anyone tell you that it's easy to do this. But so many guys find themselves in the red pill because of a breakup, and they're absolutely destroyed by the breakup, right? They get some guys get so zeroed out that they, you know, they end things. They don't see any way forward. They put so much of their ego investment in that relationship. That they can't see a way forward, right? You don't want to be that guy. You want to, you know, go back to uh, one of these other, these other maxims here. Which one is it? Uh, always keep two in the kitty, right? You always want to experience that abundance so much that you know that there's always another woman. There's always going to be someone else, Right. And you, so you, you wanna be like, you wanna eventually get to the point where you're lovingly, so lovingly detached in the relationship. And when I, and I have a whole live stream on being lovingly detached, but you wanna be so lovingly detached in the relationship that you always have sort of a rational view of how the relationship's going. You're always monitoring her attraction level to you, right? You're never getting so lost in your emotions in the relationship that you can't make good decisions, okay? And a part of that is you get to a point where if she violates your boundaries, like you set clear boundaries and you uh you enforce those boundaries, if she violates your boundaries enough that you're not afraid to walk at any given moment. You want to be like the movie Heat where he's like when you when you, you you see that heat coming around the corner, you're you'll drop everything and you'll walk, right? So You want to get to that place mentally where she can come, she can go. And no matter what happens, it's not going to impact you. Right. Hey, operational Chris and a, is that a two pound super chat? Thanks for the content, Paul. Yeah. Thank you, man. Here, you get this, you get this. Pimpin' Pimpin ain't easy for that. That two pound. Is that pounds? Is that right? I don't know what the money symbols are <laughs> euros. Oh, two euros. Thanks brother. Thanks brother. I'm going to go, I'm I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go to England this year. Actually nurse chick. And I have tickets. We're going to go to England this year. Uh, do, I don't think, I don't think England uses euros anymore though. Right. They they went back to uh, their own monetary system. they they did the whole Brexit thing. Right. Oh, Yeah, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill with the heat analogy. Well, dude, I mean, like it it just it makes sense, right? In the movie, in the movie Heat, he's sitting there talking about, hey, you gotta you gotta be able to walk away, drop everything, walk away at any given moment, right? You you have to have that mentality in a relationship. If she knows if she knows that you're afraid to lose her, she has power over you, right? But if she knows that you're not afraid to lose her, you're not afraid to walk away at any moment, like. She actually you know sort of respects she'll respect you more, you know it's interesting. never use euros in the u k oh okay, hmm, they still use pounds okay interesting see i do i haven't been to i haven't been to uh to Europe in years, and the last time I was there i was in i i spent like five days in Sicily, and at that time they they didn't use euros then because I'm older and shit. <laughs> All right, uh, so those are Royce's sixteen commandments of poon. Um, if they are new to you, I hope you got a lot of value out of them. If you guys uh, have heard them before, I hope it was a refresher. Um, either way, it's good content. Like, uh, there's a lot of good, lot of good gems in this. Um, so I linked to it down below. You can go to hartis.org. There's a lot of other writings from from Royce there. Check those out. A lot of good, good quality stuff that's very useful there um like i said he's one of the roycey was one of the three r's of the manosphere right um uh, uh, rollo roycey and Rouge. and um rollo's the only one he's the last one standing he's the last one standing so um so it's kind of good to go go and check out some of the some of this older stuff because they're not making new new content anymore oh Oh, you're reading, uh, uh, is that Chateau, Chateau Hartese volume one? That's I need to, uh, I need to read that. I've only ever, yeah, I really, uh, have only ever read the, uh, the 16 commandments from Roycey. So, um, but my reading list is so ridiculously long. Hey, thanks, Luis. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the live stream ideas this week, man. All right, guys. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, let's see here. What do I have written down? To say, tune in Friday. Uh, my brother Luis here. He sent another gem from the old so suave forum days, uh, called "The Ten Commandments" by a guy named Mr. Fingers. So yeah, it's a it's a Commandments week, guys. <laughs> so we have uh, we have twenty six commandments to learn this week. <laughs> so it's a guy by a guy named Mr. Fingers. Um, if you love these commandments, you'll find these other commandments interesting as well. Same time. Same channel, but, uh, gentlemen. Same bat time. Same bat channel. All right. If you guys haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thank you so much for the guys that that sounded off in the live chat. I really appreciate the interaction from the from the live chat. That actually is uh, it's what makes these more fun, right? If I'm just jawing on talking to a camera, it's not as fun. Um, and if you're watching the uh, the the replay. <laughs> Excuse me, drop a comment below. That helps out in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You can join for as little as 10 bucks. That supports the show. Thank you to everyone that sent a super chat or a super sticker today. That helps out more than anything. If you guys joined the lives, you know, support the show by doing that. It's like a one-time thing. Uh, whereas the Patreons build monthly. You, if you just want to donate one time, sending a super chat is perfect. Get on the email list, list.comonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers. And if you like those designs, they're available on coffee mugs and stuff as well. You can get those at merch.comonmanpod.com And then check out my practical law of attraction course, Uh, It's a mindset course, right? If you are having problems uh, with any of these concepts today, right? Like the state control and all that stuff, like you need to get your mind right. And this will help you with that check it out. loa.comonmanpod.com. That's all I have this week or this episode, guys, I should say. Uh, So uh, I will see you guys uh, on Friday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now go out and get it.